everyone. Thanks so much for joining me on the Slice of Healthcare podcast. I'm your host, Jared Taylor. Today, I'm joined by Dr. Catherine Grill, the CEO at Neoth. How are you today? I'm doing fine. Thanks so much for having me on the show. Yeah, I'm excited to uh, to have you on. I'm trying to remember. I know we, we connected on LinkedIn, and I think I saw a post that you were tagged in. I'm like, okay, this is pretty cool. I need to have her on the podcast. That's usually my thought process whenever. Usually, it's going through LinkedIn, seeing someone that I know like the post of yours, right? Then connecting and then getting you on the podcast. So uh, super excited to have you on today. We like to keep these podcasts short and sweet uh, to be cognizant of our, our busy listeners. And I would love if you could start out by telling the audience a little bit about your background, and then we'll talk more about Neoth. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, so my name's Catherine. I'm the CEO and co-founder of Neoth. Uh, my background, I actually started out as a clinician in patient care. So I trained as a therapist, uh, focused on mind-body and expressive arts therapies, ended up doing a doctorate in behavioral neuroscience and was really interested in how do we kind of build and validate new health programs. Um, so spent some time doing clinical research, doing some patient care, and long story short, I really wanted to get these new health programs out in the community at scale. I think sometimes when you're doing research, the scale is smaller, and I was always interested in, in impact on a, a larger basis. So um, about four years ago, I left the East Coast. I was at Children's National in DC. I moved out to Silicon Valley, which is where I am now, uh, and I ended up founding the company. How are you liking it out in the Silicon Valley, even today? Even I asked people that post-pandemic, because I know it changed a little bit, uh, how are you feeling about it now? Oh my gosh, I love it. Um, I, people always say that, you know, the weather and like, I think that's a real thing, especially for me. Like I had lived in uh, the East Coast, I'd lived in Boston and not having to shovel a car out of snow is fantastic. Uh, but I also just love how innovative it is out here. I spent about a year doing it before I founded the company, kind of a deep dive, a lot of networking, meeting people in the space. This was of course pre-COVID uh, and just got to see how people think out here and how much they're open to starting new things and taking risks. And I thought it was a fantastic environment to live in and work in when I'm starting this new company. Love it. Yeah. It's, uh, I've, I've never been to California, believe it or not. Yeah. And I'm, I'm from Boston. So I was out in Boston. I know exactly what you're talking about weather-wise. I moved to Tampa uh, about a year ago and I'm team no shovel for sure. I, I, I can't stand snow. So uh, really interesting. I'll, uh, I'm going to have to get out there. I think this will be the year I'll actually will get out there. Um, I was going to go to the JP Morgan, like the events surrounding JP Morgan. And, um, and then, yeah, it went virtual like a week before I was like, damn. Yes. It was kind of at the last minute, but, uh, yeah, hopefully we'll get to some sort of conference in person soon. Yeah, no, for sure. I'd like to shift focus a little bit into, obviously we went through your, your background a little bit, but can we talk a little bit about Neoth now in terms of three things? You can do whatever order you want, but I always ask in this format, give us the why, how, what of Neoth. Why? Uh, well, I think we all know, especially the listeners of this podcast, how important mental health is and just how much it's been impacted over the past couple of years with COVID. So we've seen increases in anxiety, depression, um, suicide. It's a real serious issue and it needs to be addressed. And when you look specifically at youth, which is you know the population I was really working with as a clinician, um, they've been, I think, very much so impacted by the pandemic. We're talking about um, 
over 90% report feeling overwhelmed and overwhelming pressure to succeed. So you think about school, getting into college, uh, first job, social media, comparison and peer pressure there. There's a lot of things going on at that age, which is a difficult age to begin with, uh, where their mental health has really been impacted. So being able to increase access to care decrease stigma and get something that's, you know, in their pocket available 24-7 as far as stress and mental health support is just crucial for um, addressing what the Surgeon General put out, you know, a couple weeks ago is this youth mental health crisis that we're really facing in the country. Um, So that's the why. The how, we use a self-guided mobile application. So out here uh, in Silicon Valley, I think a lot of people are familiar with with mobile apps. Uh, There are a couple of different ways that people have been addressing it. You know, we've seen some on the telehealth side, uh, more crisis care. We're actually focused on the prevention, what the schools call a tier one service. So really teaching social emotional learning, teaching relaxation practices, tracking students' health over time, um, all through self-guided activities. And then we allow for care escalation through a crisis monitoring system, and then we'll refer back out to the school or to one of the other kind of fantastic telehealth services out there. Um, so that's kind of the main way that our, our self-guided version works. And then we also have an analytics portal for counselors or district administrators who want to check in with the student body, how are they doing, as well as an educator version for classroom integration. I love it. I love every answer that you gave within that and you kind of put it in together like a story and it had every, it, there was several layers to it you and you were so not that you would be there's no reason you'd be nervous or anything but that was like such a calm uh does anyone have anyone ever told you off subject right for anyone that's listening this is like a we're keeping this in here but you have like a calming voice Thank you. Thank people you. said that before <laughs> Yeah, it's funny. Usually when I interview, people say that. Um, uh, and, I, you know, I've, I've done a couple of these, you know, being a CEO. So it's not like it's my, my first time around, but it is my first time actually founding a company. So there is that. Um, but I'm glad that people think so, because I've actually, um, you know, much like Headspace, where one of their co-founders was a narrator, I actually narrated a lot of the content on our app for our relaxation practices. So I'm glad that people think my voice is, is soothing. Yeah, no, that's... Uh... <laughs> I was going to say, it's usually everyone I talk with actually does have a soothing voice on this. I don't think if you think you don't have a soothing voice, I think you try to stay away from podcast, right? Because uh, that, that, yeah. But uh, just, I had to mention that. Thank you for, thank you for that breakdown of the why, how, what. Can we talk a little bit about, we'll talk about one more thing related to the company. And then I want your, like kind of your, your view of uh, a certain subject within mental health. But let's start out with, talk us through a recent product launch. Yeah, we're so excited. So um, at Neoth, and I should probably mention, one of the really, I think, cool things about this this company that I've been so proud of is that we've had over 300 youth come through the company and work with us on product development. So we worked really, really closely with the kids as we were building up this app to make sure that it met their needs and that was engaging for them. So we first started with this self-guided version, really for the students, it's anyone ages 11 plus who's using this. Uh, But then we also realized, hey, there's a real need to be integrating this into the classroom. Um, If you've been following the Department of Education, they've been putting out a lot of mandates, which I think is fantastic, that mental health needs to be part of the curriculum. So growing up, we didn't talk about mental health in schools, right? We had, you know, math, science, we even had PE class, which was mandated, but mental health wasn't. And now we're seeing, because of the pandemic, this big shift 
mental health education, it needs to happen in the schools. So, you know, like any company, I think following the trends, what's going on in the market, uh, we thought this was a huge opportunity and really an area where we wanted to come in and support schools. Uh, we've heard from a lot of teachers that they are having to make their own mindfulness practices and kind of make recordings on their own or uh, do self-guided activities in the classroom. And again, you know, they might be a teacher, but they're not trained in mental health education and it's been a little bit tricky for them. So we decided to build an educator version of Neo. Now this includes uh, self-guided relaxation and SEL practices. So you can think, you know, meditation, journaling, breathing exercises that they can do in the classroom with students. And then we also have an educational video library. So anything that's important developmentally to this age group, you know, managing academic stress, exploring gender identity, uh, different topics like that. We have different uh, videos. They're actually conversational. So it'll be, you know, two doctors getting on a call like this, uh, usually Skype call because we've made a lot of this content during, uh, or Zoom call, made a lot of this content during the pandemic. Uh, but we have all that content on there. So the teacher themselves doesn't need to kind of go out and educate themselves around mental health and figure out how do I build this curriculum? But we've actually built the curriculum for them, built the platform for them. And now they can all of a sudden, you know, use it in the classroom, assign activities for students for homework and meet those Department of Education guidelines. So it just came out last week. We actually have a version that's totally free for any teacher or educator. They can go to uh, neof.com to learn more or cloud.neof.com is our browser browser version to sign up. Uh, so really excited to start kind of integrating mental health into the classroom. Super exciting. Yeah, I'm, I'm trying to think back. I don't think we mentioned mental health once during any level of education I was a part of. Um, and, and I know it's being talked about more today, but you have to wonder, it, it should have always been talked about more. But was a lot of this that we're talking about it so much more now just because of the pandemic? Um, you know, I, I just heard, I, I don't, I hate to bring this up on a, on a, a podcast and I won't say anyone's name, but so I grew up teaching uh, and I don't know the full story, but I grew up teaching tennis lessons to people and uh, mainly children ages like four through like 12. And, um, you know, there was someone I taught like years ago that, uh, you know, we recently found out that the, the this person ended up like within a couple, like the last couple of days um, while uh, being like a freshman, sophomore in college that committed suicide. Um, and uh, it's... <laughs> You know, it, obviously, diff I haven't known the person for a while, but like, it's th th that th that's caused by like there there's some there was something going on for a while there, right? No one goes to that level unless they're they're struggling with something with mental health. That is um such such a difficult thing to like. You have to be in a lot of pain, right, to ever get to that point. Um, and you have to wonder like. If I'm not trying to say like if 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 you were around years ago, right? And because mental health is a process that that happens over years. That doesn't happen over we, you know days, weeks, months. It happens over years. If that was if if uh, like a platform like yours was incorporated more in the schools, and we were talking more about issues and having a, a you know resource, you know, you just have to wonder, right? And I'm sure that's a lot of what drives you is knowing that hey, if we can help people with what they're going through early on with our resources and we'll do it in the classroom. Awesome. Um, so I, I love what you're doing. Um, you know, I have to say that, and you know, I, I don't think their, their family listens to this, but if they do, you know, sorry, so sorry for your loss. That was, uh, that was, uh, tricky to hear the other day, even though I haven't seen the person and, you know, since they were literally eight years old and now they're, they're, uh, they were in college. Um, but, uh, not, not to, not to get off track. Let's, let's, uh, 
let's go back to one other question because this actually kind of plays into what we were just talking about. And um, basically around how is mental health different for youth versus adults? Yeah, I think that's a fantastic question because it is really different. And especially in the tech world, we've seen a lot of products focused on the adults. And that doesn't mean that their their content or their interface is appropriate for, for teens and young adults. So really understanding the differences is important when you're building up any sort of mental health services. And I think understanding the pandemic, but even outside of the pandemic, you know, what are some of the things that you went through as a, a teenager, which is a really hard time. So if we can just kind of think back, anyone who's listening to this, or if you're a parent, even, you know, think back what your students were going through. Um, there's a lot, there's, you know, becoming independent, learning how to take care of yourself, first uh, relationships, first breakups, which can be devastating, applying to colleges, applying to your first jobs. Um, gender identity has really been big with, with students and you know exploring that. Um, so there's just so much that's going on at that age that's not necessarily going on with adults that really can impact mental health. So to understand that developmental age and to be able to build a product and content around that is, is gonna be really important. And then also to understand what is the ecosystem? Where are these young people getting access to their resources? I think a lot of times as adults, you know, we might be consumers getting things through social media or maybe through our doctors, but 85% of students are actually getting their kind of mental health resources through the school. So the school is a huge channel for them to be able to hear about resources, access resources. Um, and we are, we've done a lot of studies. Uh, one is really interesting that we're doing. We're asking students, you know, where would you want to hear about a resource like this? Where would you sign up from? And just kind of curious, you know, from your friends, from your parents, like who would tell you about this and then you'd want to sign up? And the school was by far the biggest, um, the biggest indicator where they wanted to sign up. And the second one was from their clinician. So I think just understanding what they're going through and then what are the channels? How do we get this to them from a trusted adult where they're willing to sign up is really important. Thank you so much for, for sharing that that difference. I know a lot of people hear it and people think mental health is mental health, right? What does it have to do with, not everyone thinks that, but some people do. Um, I appreciate that that explanation of the differences. Uh, real quick, we're, we're getting close to our, our time to, to start wrapping up. Uh, quickly, what's next for, uh, for NEOTH? Yeah, we have, um, anyone's been following our progress, they know we're relatively new. We've been starting to work with schools um, and we're really starting to scale up on, on that effort. Uh, we have uh, some new members who are joining our team that we'll be announcing in the next couple of weeks. So really excited for that. Uh, just looking for a lot of growth, you know, within the higher ed industry, also within the K-12 industry, we've been working with middle school and high schools and are starting to expand into healthcare as well. Um, so I think this year is going to be all about growth for us, uh, as well as a fundraise. We're finishing up our seed fundraise right now. So it's a big year for us and our team is just really proud to be able to support youth mental health. Super exciting. Well, wish you all the best and can't wait to have you back on again soon to kind of hear some updates and, and where we're at and also talk about some other areas of the the industry. We'll also be starting to do some group podcasts. Maybe we can get you on along with some other people that really care about mental health and making a difference in that area. Yeah, absolutely. That would be fantastic. I can't wait. Awesome. Thanks so much. Thanks, Jared. 